Good morning. Happy Sabbath. Happy Tabernacle Sabbath. of praise. How are you doing this morning? Hey. hey. <laughs> Happy Sabbath. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Amen. Want to say good morning and welcome to everyone on this beautiful Sabbath morning. Want to welcome everyone to our beautiful worship service here at the Tabernacle of Praise at the top. 
We're so blessed and honored to be able to be on this platform yet again. Amen. And amen. as always, amen, as always, um, we encourage you to go ahead and share the link, share um, this here um, platform, be it Facebook or YouTube or however you are streaming or viewing this message. We encourage you to go ahead and share this with your family and your friends. Uh, honey, did you want to? I just wanted to pop on and say happy Sabbath, happy yes. love weekend. Yes, yes. Um, sending all of our love and hugs and kisses to everyone out there. We miss seeing you in person, but we pray that you all have a blessed weekend and just wanted to say hello. Amen, amen. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed a blessing and honor to be here again and to have you, my beautiful Valentine, right by my side. Amen. What's this, uh, 42 years? 42 years, yeah. <laughs> Turn them numbers around. Turn them around. 24 <laughs> years. years. Amen. This is our, we, our first date was Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Well, we want to welcome everyone um, to our tabernacle of praise. Did you have something you want to do? No, okay. just, um, I just want to say hello. It's been a while since I've seen my peeps. All right. Just all want right. to say I love you guys and miss you and hope to see you all soon. Amen. Amen. Well, we miss you too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I know that's right. Amen. But well, God is truly good and he is truly worthy to be praised. And as always, we thank God for um, family. We thank God for friends. We thank God for this platform to be able to come and just spend this time together to be able to just um, just, just, just share the love of, of the Lord. You know, um, this is definitely an awesome, awesome thing. Listen, uh, again, like I said a minute ago, go ahead and share this link, share this message. Let your family, your co-workers, let your friends know that we are in the house, that we are up and running. Um, we're not on the side of the road. Our four tires are not flat. Come on, somebody. Um, but we are oh, we are rolling. We are in the groove. Um, so go ahead and let your family know that we are in the house. Just a couple, just one announcement is really that we want to just share with you. Of course, we have our upcoming um, event, our health fair um, that will be taking place um, at um, our sister church um, at Northside. Um, Seventh-day Adventist Church. Um, so we want to encourage you to go ahead and mark your calendars. This time is fast approaching. Um, let your family know, let your friends know um, that there is a place they can go to get their health screening. This here event will take place right here on your screen beginning from one to three. Um, and so we want you to just let the community know this is something that um, our community needs. We want to make health a, uh, a viable and a and a intricate part of our daily routine. Health is health is key. Um, let they say, make yourself healthy, wealthy, and wise. And so um, we want you to let let your family know that we have this initiative. It's free. Um, come one, come all. Um, at the north side, the address is right there on the screen. So we encourage you to be a part of this here special um, health clinic that will be taking place um, on the 27th of February at Northside Seventh-day Adventist Church here in St. Louis, Missouri. Also, we wanna just encourage you um, as we move forward to um, just continue to be faithful, reach out to our family and our friends. Um, we celebrate black history um, all month long. Um, and so we want to welcome everyone. We thank everyone for taking this time out to be with us today. Um, and we also we also want to encourage you to if you do not have your um, um, Sabbath school, our um, social justice, our um, um, within the uh, Adventist church um, or within the church, if you will, please see me or my uh, first elder. Um, get in contact with us. Let us know 
so we can make sure that you have your lesson in your hand. Um, we know that it's been, it was very good this morning. I enjoyed it last week as well. Um, and we know that there is a couple more weeks left that we want to um, celebrate um, our um, Black History Month by way of our Sabbath school class. At this time, before we move any further, as always, we welcome the presence of the Lord in this place. And so we just want to do just that. We just want to offer up a, a word of prayer um, to open up our time together today um, as we move forward um, by faith in the name of Jesus. Let us just bow our heads for a word of prayer. Loving Lord, again, we're just so thankful, so blessed and honored to be able to be on this platform yet again, to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your holy name. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost. But Father, with you, we are more than conquerors. And so we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. Forgive us again of our sins. We pray we invite your presence. Uh, be with each participant near and far, and we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray that the people of God say amen and amen again. At this time, I ask that you will govern yourself accordingly um, as um, we hear from our very own elder um, Lee Carroll as he just shared with us um, how we can be, uh, how we can support this ministry and also how we can be um, better stewards for the kingdom of God, Elder Lee. Good morning and happy Sabbath. Also wanna again say happy Black History Month to everyone. Please take advantage of this opportunity to go out and see different Black history activities and events. Take your children out so they can learn the history of those who have come before us, who through their strength and through God's might and power have fought for freedom and change and equality, not just for Black Americans, but for all Americans. And remember, Black history is world history. That's right, Black history is world history. You know, also you may have noticed on the TV that the 2022 Winter Olympics are going on right now. So people are out skiing and skating and snowboarding and doing all type of activities. And when you think about it, stewardship, that's the proper use of our time, talent, temple, and treasure, is a lot like the Olympics. First Corinthians 9.24 says, know you not that they that run the race run to win, Everyone in the Olympics is trying to win. They're just trying to win a temporary earthly crown, where we as stewards are aiming to win a heavenly crown. And stewardship is about running the race that God has set before us with patience. He's given us time, talent, temple, and treasure so that we can use those through his grace to glorify his name. Now, maybe at this time, you're not so good with managing your time Maybe you don't even know what your talents are. Or you haven't developed those talents. And maybe you're just not very uh, good with taking care of your body at this point. And as far as your finances, well, I'm just going to leave that alone. But don't get tired. Don't get weary. Don't quit. God's not finished with you yet. He still has a lot of growing that he needs to see in you. And if you've been watching the Olympics, you notice that the race is not always to the fastest nor the battle to the strongest. Many times a person is in first place and something happens and they end up in last place. And many times those who are in last place end up in first place because they see that they just got to push a little bit more, that they have to dedicate themselves just a little tiny bit more to win. And they end up doing something miraculous and winning the gold medal. God has a lot that he can do for us if we allow him to in terms of stewardship. With God's help, 
you can learn to manage your time so much better and give time to God and to his work. With God's help, you can also learn to develop those talents that he's given you and use those talents for his glory and for his honor. With God's help, you can get your body into better shape so that you are strong and healthy and can be out and about God's will. And also, you can even turn your finances around through God's blessings. Hebrew 12.1 says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us, and let us run with patience this race that God has set before us. So don't give up. You're not using your talents, time, talent, temple, and treasure the best that God wants yet, but God isn't through with you. Keep working at it. Our part is to lay aside those weights and the sin that so easily besets us and focus on doing more for God this year. We thank you so much for being faithful in your time and your talent and temple and treasure for the Lord. Continue to return a faithful tithe and offering to our dollar sign TOP giving on Cash App, also through AdventistGiving.org, and you can also mail it in to our treasure. Whatever you do, remember that God has promised that when we are faithful in tithe and offering and using our talents, he's promised to open the windows of heaven so much that you won't even have room to receive it. Be blessed and be a blessing. Enjoy this beautiful Sabbath day. Amen. Elder Lee for sharing with us um, though that information on how we can be better stewards and you're right, the Olympics, um, you know, there are some winners, there are some losers, but we know with God, we're all winners. Um, and so we thank you so much for um, speaking truth to power. Um, again, as always, we want to continue to um, keep one another in prayer. Um, we know that prayer is power, power in prayer. Prayer, prayer changes things. Prayer is, is what, um, you know, um, um, brought us into this, into this church. And so um, at this time, we do want to govern ourselves as we look to the Lord in prayer. Um, we want to remember all of our sick and shut in. Amen. All of those that have had um, health challenges these last few weeks, I've been out visiting, uh, reaching out to our, our members. We want to keep them in prayer. We want to keep our seniors in prayer as well. Um, we know that these are very challenging times for them. Um, social um, gathering is crucial for our seniors. And so uh, we want to keep um, them in prayer. Our youth definitely want to keep our youth in prayer. So easy to take um, this for granted, you know, being um, on social media or being on this platform, um, we just see our young people um, as, you know, they will thrive in this environment. Uh, but we have to understand that um, this is a different dynamics. Um, not only uh, are we on platform here at the church, on this platform at the church, but um, some are even going through um, this throughout their school. Um, and they're doing distance learning and they're in front of the computer then. So it has taken on a different look. It's taken on a different shape. Um, and so we want to keep our young people in prayer, our youth in prayer, um, as we just continue to press towards the mark and, and even figure out ways to keep them and get them engaged. Um, but we need to hear from our youth as well. It's, um, it, it, it takes all of us. I say it takes a whole village. Amen. Um, to raise a child. Um, also, um, we want to keep um, those that are um, having health challenges. Um, I received a text this morning of um, an individual who um, um, has been rushed to the hospital and giving birth. Um, and so we want to keep the family in prayer that 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 everything goes well, um, that God will enter into that space 
um, that the baby comes um, um, with, uh, you know, four pounds or more. Amen. Um, we want everything to be healthy. We want the baby to be healthy. We want mama um, to be healthy as well. So we want to keep um, this family um, in our prayers. Um, also, um, as we move even through this platform, amen, that God will lay his hands on um, this here um, technology as well, um, that he will receive the glory out of what we do here today. This is Black History Month, and we want to celebrate um, Black lives, as we know that all lives do matter, but we have to understand and be real with the situation that we're in in this current day and time, um, and we look around the world and we see that all lives are not mattered. All lives are not mattered. Um, there, there, are, there, are, there, there are lives um, that are being taken. Um, there are there are lives that are being snuffed out. And so um, we want to keep this month in prayer. This is a very difficult time. And I don't know if you've been watching or been listening, uh, what's been going around, <clears throat> but this is this is a very challenging time, not just for our race, but for other races as well. Amen. And so we want to keep um, our history be on the forefront. The Bible says the people perish for the lack of knowledge. And he tells us also that we ought to keep the vision before the people. Amen. And so we want to keep um, our history. Amen. Before the people, not letting it die out. Um, we don't even teach our history like we were taught um, when I was coming up. And the truth of the matter is not to go too deep into this, um, but we all are aware and we all understand um, that when we um, look at our history as black, um, I'm going to say Black Americans, amen, um, um, or some will say African American. And when we look at our history, amen, our history pick up not from Africa, um, but it starts right here in America. That's what we were taught. That's what was instilled in us as a child. Um, but we, as we grew and got older, we started realizing a lot of things. <clears throat> we started realizing and learning a lot of things about our history about our people, some stuff that if we don't keep it to the forefront, my brothers and sisters, believe you me, nobody else will. It's up to us to tell our story and not his story, amen? And so we wanna remember um, Black History Month, um, which is Black History Year every day. Um, history is being made um, by Blacks. Um, and so uh, while we celebrate this month, we also celebrate the life and the legacy of all of our forefathers and our foremothers um, that have carried the torch before us. And even praising God for those in our current context, amen, although there are very few, come on somebody, uh, but nonetheless, um, we want to thank God for all of those that are speaking on behalf of um, Black lives and Black America. Amen. Um, at this time, uh, we do want to remember, um, again, our church in prayer. Remember um, the GC that will be here um, in um, the next couple of months. Uh, remember our camp meeting for those that are part of the Central States family and those that are not. Amen. Or consider yourself, should I say, a part of the family. We want to keep our um, 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 camp meeting in prayer. At this time, if you can just take a moment um, and bow your heads with me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. 
Loving Lord, our Father and our King, ruler and master of everything, we're so appreciative of the fact that you chose us. It's nothing that we've done, nothing that we could ever do, but because of your grace and your mercy that we are here this morning. And so we thank you for covering us over the nights, blessing us through our last nights, our lying down, our early morning rising. We understand God and recognize that it was not the sound of the alarm clock, but it was the sound of your voice. So God saying, rise my son, rise my daughter, and allowing us to rise in our right mind. And so we thank you. We bless you. We honor you, Father, as we celebrate life, as we celebrate um, love, as we celebrate legacy, as we celebrate history, as we just celebrate another Sabbath in your presence. We give you praise. We give you honor. And we give you glory. Without you, there will be none of us. Without you, we will be hopeless, hopelessly lost. But with you, Father, we are more than conquerors. And so we give you honor, Father. We just bestow glory on your presence, on your name. We honor you. We lift you up on high. Lord, we lift you up on high. We love to sing your praises, Father, because you are truly an amazing God. And so as we gather on this platform, Father, with our hearts filled, some our hearts are heavy, some our hearts are distraught. Some of us, Father, just trying to make sense through this day, yet another day. But either way it go, Father, it is a blessing to know that there is a God that sits high and look low and not just sitting there observing and, and in some distance, but you are there watching and you are there actively involved in the affairs of your creation. And so we thank you, Father, for loving us. Thank you for never giving up on us. And so this morning, Father, we do want to lift up before you all of those who are bereaved this morning. We ask that you will cover those that are still dealing with the loss of a loved one, be it a mother or a father or a son or a daughter. We ask, oh God, that you will step in their context this morning and show yourself strong. Let them see you, Father, even in a difficult situation. Let them know, Father, that you have your finger on the pulse and, and you know just how much we can bear. And so, Father, do what you do, oh God, as we surrender our lives over to you, Father. And that's our prayer every morning, Father. We say, Lord, have your way. Lord, lead us, guide us, Let, uh, have your way, Father. And so when we find ourselves being led into the wilderness, we know that, Father God, you've already stepped inside the wilderness and you've already shaken the leaves and you've already moved stuff around. So as we walk in, oh God, you have already prepared that place for our arrival. So no matter what comes our way, be it the high walls of, of, of segregation or the low walls of discrimination, Father, whatever it is, oh God, you are there. You are right here with us. And you said in your word that you will never leave us, nor will you forsaken us. And so we thank Thank you, God, for not giving up and not turning a blind eye. Father, we ask not only will you be with the bereaved this morning, but you will be with those that are battling with health challenges. Oh, God, we pray right now for those that are having issues in their bodies, that you will stop by wherever they are, be it their bedroom or their hospital room, whatever room that they're in, that you will stop by and let them know that you have your finger on the pulse. 
and that you have them in the palm of your hand and you've weighed out the situation and you've weighed out their circumstances and you know what's best for them. Let them know, God, that you see it all and you understand it all and that you know what's best. And so, Father, be with those that are having health challenges this morning. We ask that you would give them a peace that passes all understanding. Oh, God, we ask that you would be with those that have just come out of surgery. We have those that had surgery and that they are going through the healing process. We ask right now in the name of Jesus that you will stop by each home and that you will stop by each room, that you will cover them right now in the name of Jesus, that you will bring about healing over their body. You know who they are. You know what they need. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you will cover and keep them like never before. Remember our young people, God. We ask that you will cover our youth. These are very challenging times and very difficult times that they are living in or that we are living in. But Father, I believe that they are built for this. For we all have been given a portion that will carry us through our day-to-day, no more than what we need to make it through this day, oh God. And so we thank you for our young people. We pray for them, oh God. We ask that you will open up the windows of heaven and that you will just shine your light on them, oh God. Let them see you. Let them gravitate towards you, Father. Do a new thing, a new work. Cover our seniors as well, oh Lord. We ask that you will walk with them and talk with them and let them know even now that you have not forgotten them, that they are right there in your bosom and that you have them in the palm of your hand. Oh Lord, we ask that you will cover our tabernacle of praise service. We have family and friends that are visiting us online here, some that are so far away, oh God, but yet they are visiting with us. They are committed to spending this time with us. We ask, oh God, that you will be with our family and our friends that are are far away, our virtual church, if you will. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will cover and keep them, Lord. We pray this, oh God, because we know that you are able to do all things but fail. We say this, oh God, because we know that you hear all things, oh God. So we just lay it in your hands that you will cover our virtual church. Now, Father, as we move on into this time together today, be with the sermon today. Be with the message today, oh God. I pray that it will come across with clarity. I pray for the speaker of the hour in the name of Jesus. I ask that you will pour out your spirit upon him in the name of Jesus and let your words be proclaimed through his lips, oh God, that when we leave this platform, Father, we will know that we have been in the presence of an awesome and mighty God. So we thank you, Father, for the giving, for those that have been supporting this ministry. We thank God for those that have been faithful with their tithe and offering. We cover the offering right now. We pray over it right now that it will go towards the furthering of this great gospel message, and we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor and all the glory. Thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. In Jesus' name we pray that the people of God say amen and amen again. Hallelujah. God is good and he is truly 
uh, worthy to be praised. So at this time, if you will govern your hearts as we um, just, you know, um, 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 we hear from our very own Sister Bev, um, sooner will be done with the troubles of this world.
Amen. 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 Sona. 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 <laughs> Sona will be done with the troubles of this world. Soon we will be finished. It will be all over with all the troubles of this world. Thank you so much, Sister Bev. I was over here with my arms lifted, just waving back and forth, just swaying, just thinking about one day this is going to all be behind us one day. And it's not so much. I know some will say, yeah, right, Pastor. I know it's not about the bills. It's not about uh, all of that, the, the, uh, the, the, the high prices and the, you know, I, 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 I get it. Yeah, we want to be done with that. Amen. But I want to see my Jesus. Ah, I, I, I want to see my Jesus. That's, that, that's what I want. Amen. Uh, you know, they say what say what you want. Say, yeah, Pastor, you want to get out of them bills because I and, and then your student loans and all that. I, I get it. I get it. But I want to see my Jesus. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly. I definitely appreciate that special selection. And listen, our time is moving along, and we praise God. Uh, for the preached words. And so we do want to allot the rest of our time to just that. So if you have um, your Bibles with you, if you can um, turn with me um, to the book of Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, um, Genesis chapter 37. Amen. Uh, Genesis chapter 37. And we want to start with verse um, 26. Amen. There it is. Um, you should have it on your screen. Um, but Genesis chapter 37, and we want to start with verse 26, amen, and we'll read 26, 27, 28, and we'll end with verse 36. So let us go ahead and read from the word of God, starting with verse 26 of Genesis 37. So Judah said to his brothers, what prophet is there? if we kill our brother and conceal his blood. Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him. For he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listened. Verse 28, then the Midianites traders passed by. So the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. Verse 36 goes on to say, now the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar and offered a an, an officer, should I say, of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard. Um, verse 36, now, the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, the, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. Um, today, I want us to just, as we go through our time together today, I want us just to consider the thought of uh, the topic, sold but salvageable. Sold but salvageable. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you so much for this privilege and this opportunity that you have given us to come before you as always, Father. And we ask you now to speak to us and through us. These are your words. This is your time. 
Um, this is your space. So do what you do. Um, remove me out the way. Um, speak through me. Um, I must now decrease. The word of God through the spirit of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Um, it is indeed, as always, a blessing and an honor. It's a privilege um, to be able to come before you and stand um, on this platform to be able to share um, a word from the Lord. Uh, the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, um, I, I never saw myself as one that was um, fit to be able to stand um, to stand in front of people, to be able to speak in front of people. I never saw myself as one um, to be a, um, in this type of situation to share, um, thus saith the Lord. And over the years um, of me being um, on this here, in this position as a pastor, um, I've been asked to speak um, at numerous um, events and, um, and, and, and I'm still um, amazed um, and, and, and why God will have me. Uh, but nonetheless, God has not uh, revoked, if you will, um, my preaching card. Um, um, God has not withdrawn um, his hand and has not changed his mind. And so here I am again um, speaking, um, thus saith the Lord. Now, let me just add, I don't declare um, to be um, a genius. I don't um, profess to be all wise or all knowing. Um, but what I do know and what I do profess is that my love for Jesus is real. It is real to me um, as it is to the next person, if you will. Um, but as I look at the passage, as I, uh, you know, dealing with Black History Month and I'm looking at it with all that is going on in our country all that is going on in our land, I, I, I do believe um, that, there, that, 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 that this is, if there ever was a time uh, for Black America to rise to the occasion, um, uh, this is that time. Um, when I look around and as, I, and as I see even in this passage that I believe the Lord has um, so wonderfully laid um, on my heart in the 11th hour, <laughs> um, that even in looking in this passage, in this story, um, we can see how, 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 how we as, as the marginalized, we um, as the, as the, as the, as the um, 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 ones that were, that were stripped, amen, if you will, um, from our country and, and placed um, in another country against our will, God, um, is so is so powerful and how he moves through um, the, the text and how he uh, eloquently uh, guide us through um, the written word. And so as I look at the passage, as we take a moment and as we look at the passage, I ask that you will just walk with me and that you will, you know, go with me um, as God lead us. Um, through the experience of Joseph and, and, and how that relates, amen, uh, uh, to, the, to the black, um, brown, and dark-skinned, amen, people of this here country. But let me just bag up and give you a little backdrop. Um, we understand and know that God uh, made some amazing promises 
um, in the Old Testament. Uh, we understand that he made a lot of promises. Amen. One in particular um, was to uh, a father Abraham. Amen. God promised that he would bless him um, with a child. And we understand and know that Abraham um, was uh, up in age, that he had no children, that he, he as well as his wife, amen, um, who was barren, amen, who had no children and could not, if you will, um, have children, um, that God said that I will not only bless you with a son, but I will give you many children. I will give you grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren and so on and so on. God promised that the entire world would be blessed through Abraham. Amen. Miraculously, God gave Abraham a son. You know the story. We've preached on it. We've talked about it. Gave him a son. Gave a son to him, to Abraham, as well as to his wife, Sarah. And even though they were way up in age, God still honored his promise. He, 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 he blessed him uh, with a son, Abraham, and a, a son, Isaac. You know Isaac. We talked about Isaac. Amen. Isaac and Jacob, you know, Jacob and Esau. Amen. Uh, uh, but Jacob, which was really the younger brother, amen, God said through Jacob, would be the one, uh, uh, amen. And so here we see that as we move on through uh, uh, this story that Jacob, he too also had a son, amen. Jacob's son, Joseph, uh, amen, from, from a relationship, amen, uh, uh, of, 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 of um, his wife. And he really, really loved uh, uh, Jacob, amen, or uh, Joseph. I uh, uh, really loved Joseph. Joseph was what was what was the younger um, of 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 um, twelve. He had a brother younger than him, uh, a Simeon. Uh, amen. I mean Reuben, uh, younger than him. Amen. But God used him in a very powerful and in a very mighty way. The story of Joseph is better than any movie that you can ever watch. Amen. Uh, uh, it, it is true. It is a true story of God's incredible plan for not just Joseph, but for people of color and for the entire world. Uh, 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 God uses it is a story of forgiveness and, 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 and God's overflowing grace. Amen. Over his people. It is a story of seeing circumstances the way God see them instead of the way we see them. When we look at Joseph's story, you know the story when Joseph was some 17 years of age. Amen. Uh, uh, Joseph uh, 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 has this dream and this dream. Amen. Was a very powerful dream. It was a dream where he began to share with his brothers, began to share with them uh, uh, this dream. And the dream pretty much talked about uh, these sheaves that uh, will that will that uh, that 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 will rise, Amen. And that Joseph's sheaves would rise higher than his brothers, and his and his brothers' sheaves would will eventually bow down. And I can just imagine as Joseph was sharing this story with his brothers, uh, I, I can see how maybe his brothers uh, would feel some kind of way, but being that they were 
were older, be, be, being that uh, they had different mothers, amen, uh, uh, being that uh, uh, how is it that the blessings will, will just bypass all of us, Joseph, and fall on little old you. Uh, uh, but but, but I'm, I, I'm reminded of how God do things. You see, you see, God don't always move in the way that we expect him to or in the way that we think he would. Uh, God moves according to the way God moves. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that one more time. You see, God moves according to the way God moves. In other words, God has his own planning, his own timing. God has his own way of how he wants to bring about change and how he wants to bring about, amen, deliverance in his people. Now, I get it. I understand as we move through the story, uh, we see here that Joseph not only have one dream, but Joseph has another dream. But this time in the, in the dream, it's right there in verse 30, in, in chapter 37. I didn't go back and read it, but but but, but it's right there. If you want to just uh, peruse through it uh, as we read through this here, uh, right there uh, in verse 7, then uh, we were uh, building uh, 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 sheaves, amen binding sheaves and in the field and he goes on to say here that then behold my sheaves arose and also stood upright and indeed your sheaves stood all around and they bowed down to mine. And again, as I said, I know that uh, uh, one would feel some kind of way uh, if their younger brother uh, uh, would come to them and say to them that, um, that, that uh, one day you will bow down and worship me. Yeah, 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 yeah. One day you will bow down and worship me. And if I can just uh, 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 move on here, uh, because like I said, Joseph uh, didn't just have one dream, but Joseph had another dream. I'm going to ask that you would just uh, follow with me as we move through this time together here today. Uh, not only did he have one, but he had another dream. Uh, but, but this time, this dream uh, uh, spoke of some stars and the moon. Amen. And, and they all bowed down. But this time, what make this dream a little bit more interesting was that not only was his brothers included in that dream, but now he's dragging in his dear old dad. Now we see here that not only will his brothers have to bow down to him, but also his daddy. So in verse 10, so he told it to his father, amen, and his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? But notice what he says here in verse 11. It says, and his brothers envied him, but his daddy or his father kept the matter in mind. Amen. Here we go. Here we go. Amen. We see here that his the brothers, they already have a history. They've already have a history uh, with Joseph. They already have a, a, a problem with Joseph. And, and, and see, uh, well, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've heard some say uh, uh, that Joseph uh, brought it on himself uh, uh, because Joseph had an attitude. I'm trying to figure it out here uh, uh, because Joseph, uh, uh, to me, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, 
but, but, but Joseph was simply sharing a dream that God had gave him. Now, if you were, if God has shown you something, if God has brought you through something, if God has delivered you from something, I'm sure you would be just as excited about what God has done in your life, just like I'm excited about what God is doing in my life. And I'm going to be honest with you. When God do something for you, when God showed you something, when God blesses you with something, let me explain something to you. You can't keep quiet. The Bible says if you don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. So I understand that they may have a problem with the fact that Joseph was sharing his dream, but I would like to believe that Joseph wasn't flaunting. Joseph wasn't doing anything other than just being excited about what God was doing in his life. I need you to follow me on this one. I need you to follow me on this one because it's oftentimes we want to put things on people that don't belong on them. Sometimes we want to give people things that don't belong to them. We want to, we want to, we want to place people in a bad light uh, uh, because it makes us look bad. Sometimes we want to cast a dark shadow on somebody else's situation because it'll make us look good. Oh, I wish I had some help right there. Sometimes we want to just throw dirt on other folk or throw salt on other folks. Sometimes we just want to push other people down so it'll help us be up. Amen. Build us up. So here we see that now Joseph, I don't think Joseph had an attitude. I don't think Joseph was doing anything more than just being excited. His dad, uh, and I left out the fact that dad, his dad even, even gave him a coat of many colors. Amen. I don't know about you. Uh, I, I don't know about you. Uh, now, my dad never gave me a coat of many colors. Amen. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, but, 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 but my dad did give me a car one time. Amen. And I was excited about that car. Amen. Amen. I wanted people to know uh, that my daddy gave me that car. Amen. Come on, somebody. I wasn't flaunting. Amen. I wasn't trying to make nobody feel bad. I wasn't trying to make nobody feel out of place. I'm just excited about what God has done for me. Is there anybody out there that don't mind being excited about what God is doing in your life? Is there anybody out there that don't mind letting the praises of the Lord reign? Is there anybody out there that don't mind letting the world know that God is a healer, that God is a savior? Is there anybody out there that don't mind letting their light shine so bright that it calls folk to drop on sunglasses? Is there anybody out there that don't mind letting the world know about a soon common savior? I think Joseph was, was, was just excited at the fact that God showed him him a dream how you know that, that 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 God has not forgotten about him so as we go on through here we see that not only did his did his daddy have a problem and rebuke him but his daddy also kept the matter in mind. You see, we understand and know that his daddy uh, was not uh, a stranger to the things of God. He knew uh, uh, when God would move. He knew how God handled things. And so as we go on here, we see here not only uh, now that his brothers, amen, uh, they have a problem with Joseph. Uh, they have a problem with him. Some will say, yeah, his daddy showed favoritism. I've heard that several times uh, that, that his, that his daddy 
daddy show more love to Joseph than he did to the other brothers. Now, I get it. I get it. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to cover nothing up. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sugarcoat nothing. Uh, uh, let's just be real and be honest up in here today. Uh, we know through the text, through the word of God that that um, that um, Jacob loved his son. The Bible says that he loved him. Amen. The Bible said that he loved his son. He loved the, his, his two sons. Joseph was the older son of his relationship with Rachel. So, so he loved him. And as a matter of fact, you have to understand what is going on uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the story here, uh, that his daddy uh, was moving in a way, uh, doing things with his son. Let's just, let's just be real and let's just be honest up in here. For those that have uh, uh, more than one child, amen, you know that each child has a different temperament, has has a different personality and there are some of us that you will not give the keys to the car to come on somebody I, I'm just trying to help us out here. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, there, there, there are there are there there are some of us, amen. We have children. Come on, somebody. You know, you know, you you will not come on, somebody. Uh, you will not, amen. Uh, leave them alone in your house. Amen. I'm just trying to be okay. Then let me just move on here uh, because see, we wanna, we want we wanna, we wanna put things on people. Amen. And we're not understanding the whole context. We're not understanding what's really going on. You see, you see, you see. Jacob is a man of God. Amen. And jo Jacob is trying to do things in a way that is pleasing to God. But when you have children, oh, I wish I had some help right there. That tend to do things their own way at their own time. Amen. That they disregard. Uh, okay, I, I get it. I get it. They disregard the things of God. Amen. They don't. They don't. They, they, they don't study the Word of God. Amen. They're not spending time in the Word of God. But yet you have your younger child. Oh, I see. See, I I, I knew it. Uh, you have your younger child. Amen. That don't mind going to Sabbath school. That don't mind praying early in the morning. You have the younger one that is that that is showing more promise if you will so let me move on from there because i know i'm liable to get i'm liable to get some phone calls <laughs> but 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 we see here that his brothers had a problem with joseph they had a problem with him and i get it i realize that you know you got this nice shiny coat on amen you having these dreams and this dream is saying that that um that you're gonna rise up and be better than me that you that, that are, are better than us I, I you know and so i would have a problem with you too joseph amen who do you think you are mr big stuff Amen. Who, who do you think you are coming around here talking about how, how we're going to bow down to you? Amen. And you have to understand, my brothers and sisters, amen. It's easy for us to look at somebody else's faults versus looking at our own. Amen. Who, who do you think you are coming around here? But see, not one time do we stop and look at, at, the, at, the, at our own faults. Do, do not, not one time do we stop and look at our own uh, uh, failures and our own inadequacies and, and, and look at our own selfishness and look at our own self. But it's easy to look at somebody. I'm not pointing the finger out. Listen, listen, listen. What I say to you, amen, I'm, I'm preaching to me as well, amen. So I have to make 
make sure that I have my stuff in order. I have to make sure that as I minister and as I move forward through this thing called Christianity, amen, that I don't allow the platform that God has given me, amen, to supersede the character that God is trying to pull out of me, amen. No big eyes, no little use, because at the foot of the cross is level, and I love the fact that God sees me better than I can see myself. And it very well may be that God saw something in Joseph, amen, that he didn't see in his brothers, and that there were things that God was doing behind the scene. Can I help somebody out this morning? Can I just stay right there just a little bit as we make our way through our time together today? We have to be careful how we handle people. We have to be careful how we deal with people, because it very well may be that God is behind the scene working some things out. So while it looks crazy to you right now, and while it seems a little unbearable right now, it very well may be that God is behind the scene working some things out, that God is setting some things up, that God is moving some stuff around, that God is putting some pieces in position so that God can make his presence known. Could it be that what you're going through right now is more, is, is, is merely God moving you into a position, getting you into a place where he will get the glory? Could it be that your situation is simply a situation that's going to set you up for a better position? Could it be that what you're going through right now is a God move or a God sent? Joseph finds himself now after he went out to, to um, see about his brothers uh, uh, according to his daddy words. Uh, go, Joseph, I need you to go and check on your brothers. I need you to go and see about them. Uh, and as Joseph went out, you know the story. Joseph approaches his brother. Amen. He see them. Uh, uh, was just, they see him before he sees them. Uh, and as Joseph is, is walking, he has on his jacket. He have on this coat of many colors. And, and as he begin to walk up. His brothers see him from afar, and now they're beginning to plot. They're beginning to devise a plan. Uh, here come this dreamer. Here come this one that said uh, uh, that one day uh, we're going to have to bow down to him. Uh, well, well, how can you bow down, Joseph, if you're dead? How, how can you bow down if, if, if we sell you off somewhere? And so they devised the plan uh, that, 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 they will, that they will sell him. First, they were going to kill him. Uh, they wanted to kill him. Amen. It's right there in the text. It's right there in the word of God. Uh, they wanted to kill him. Uh, uh, but right here, uh, Reuben said to them, uh, shed no blood, but cast him in verse 22, but cast him in this pit, which is in the wilderness and do not lay hand on him that he may deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to the father. And so Reuben was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's not kill him. Let's put him in this ditch because Reuben was going to come back. Amen. At a later time, Time and retrieve him as his brother. Amen. His brother from the same mother. Come on, somebody. Amen. Uh, he, I'm going to come back and I'm going to get him. 
I'm going to retrieve him. But you know how it is. Amen. You know how it is when you when you when you have a group of uh, of, uh, of uh, individuals, there's so much conversation going on. You know, everybody's mad. Everybody's upset. Everybody want to want to want to want to vent. And here it is. Uh, uh, they place him in the pit. Amen. They were going to leave him in the pit. Amen. If I can just put a pen right there and help somebody out because somebody is in the pit right now. So, so somebody you're in the pit right now and you're trying to figure out how is it that you're in the pit. Uh, you did everything that you were supposed to do. Amen. You did everything right. Amen. And you find yourself in the pit. Amen. You've been faithful with your tithe uh, and you're in the pit. Uh, you show up on time at work, uh, but you find yourself in the pit. Uh, you've done everything right. Amen. But you're still in the pit. Uh, you've been praying for the sick and you've been visiting those uh, that, have, that, 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 that are in prison, uh, but you're in the pit. Uh, you've done everything. You fed the hungry but you still see yourself up. You're still in the pit. But if I could just help you out and just help somebody along the way, because we have to realize that the pit, amen, was nothing more than a pit stop. Hey, I wish I had some help right there. That pit was no more than a pit stop. And the same ones that put Joseph in the pit was the same ones that got Joseph out the pit. So don't worry about the pit. Just keep on on trusting in God. Just keep on believing in God. Just keep on leaning on God because your pit is no more than a pit stop getting you ready for a higher position. Now, although Joseph, Joseph couldn't see it, Joseph couldn't see it just like that. As we go through our life experiences, we don't see it either. Oh, I can't see how God is working this thing out. I, I don't understand why God would allow my house to foreclose. I don't understand why he gave the raise to somebody else knowing that I needed the raise. I don't understand why he allows the struggles to show up in my life. I don't understand, God, why you will allow the pain to wreck my body and allow my mind to be all over the place. I don't understand, God, but what we have to realize that although you may be in the pit, it's no more than just a pit stop that God is allowing things to unfold. God is allowing things to line up. God is allowing things to get in position. Why? Because God has a greater plan. God looks beyond our faults and he sees what we need. God goes beyond our current circumstances. Oh, I love it. Oh, God goes beyond where we are right now. You see, God looked back over the years and he saw me in my mess, but he wasn't stuck back there. He wasn't stuck back there. God was right here in 2022 uh, looking at me right here on this here platform uh, speaking to the world uh, about a soon coming savior. Oh, I thank God uh, because back then uh, I couldn't understand it. Joseph couldn't understand it. And somebody under the sound of my voice, uh, you're going through something right now uh, and it's not making sense right now. Uh, it's not lining up right now. Uh, but if I can just help you out this morning and ask you to just hang on in there. Just hold on just a little while longer because while it's not making sense to you, while it's not lining up for you, God had already thought that thing out and he thought it through. You just got to hang on in there.
Amen. Just hang on in there because Joseph finds himself now. He's being pulled out of this pit that he was placed in uh, to be sold. Amen. Here we go right there. To be sold. Amen. Uh, to the Midianites. He was going to sell him off. Amen. To the Midianites. But I love it. I love it. I love it because Joseph, 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 he continued to move forward. And I noticed as I as I went through uh, this passage, you don't hear Joseph's voice anymore. Amen. Uh, 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 see, 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 you don't hear Joseph's voice anymore. Uh, you don't hear him talking. All you hear is what is being done to Joseph. You don't hear Joseph complaining. Amen. Does that mean he wasn't complaining? I don't want to read it. I don't want to exegete the text. Amen. I want to exegete the text. And as I read the text, as I look at the text, as I see the text, I don't hear Joseph's voice anywhere in here. But all I hear is what is being done to Joseph. Joseph is being done wrong. The Midianites traders passed by in verse 28. So the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. They sold him. Like I said, the same ones that put you in there, God will use to get you out. Amen. That's why we can't get mad and get upset. Let God be great. Amen. Let God show up in your situation. They sold him to the Midianites. Oh, I love it because as they sold him to the Midianites, now the Midianites, guess what they did? Had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar. So not only did he get sold once, Amen. But he gets sold twice. Uh, verse 20, 36, he gets sold uh, to the Midianites, and now the Midianites sells him to Potiphar. Oh, I love it. Joseph is silent. I don't hear Joseph saying anything at this point. All I hear is what is being done to Joseph. I don't hear the sound of rebellion. I don't hear the sound of, of um, hatred. All I hear is what is being done to Joseph. Jump over to chapter 39. We see here, as I try to wrap this thing up, uh, we see here that after Joseph has his dream, Joseph is sold by his brothers. And now we see Joseph is sold to Potiphar. If, 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 if we were to describe the events of Joseph's life up to this point, it may not sound good. Amen. It may not sound too good. Uh, his brothers hated him. He was almost killed. He was robbed of his most valuable possession. And he was thrown into a pit. Amen. Then he was sold, not once, uh, but twice uh, into slavery. And he didn't know if he would ever see his daddy again. Uh, but this was not the end for Joseph. It was adventure was just beginning. His adventure was just starting to take off. This wasn't the end of it. You see, we understand that being sold, sold, but, but salvageable. He was sold, but salvageable. You see, salvageable simply says, it means that, you know, being able to be saved from the 
ruin or failure. That's what salvageable means, recoverable or redeemable. And I look at Joseph, uh, I understand that as Joseph, as he moved on, uh, as he finds himself in Potiphar's house, uh, we understand and know uh, that Potiphar's wife took a liking to Joseph. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, yes, she did. Uh, oh, yes, she took a liking to Joseph, and she wanted Joseph to lay with her. But see, Joseph was still, after all that Joseph went through, after all that Joseph had experienced, out of all the stuff that came down on Joseph, notice uh, here in the text, now we began to hear Joseph uh, speaking, uh, because now uh, Joseph is, you know, uh, how can I do this great wicked? against my Lord and my King. Amen. Joseph is now speaking up. Not only Joseph, Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph realized, he realized that, 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 that to sleep uh, with, with um, Sister Potiphar meant death, not only, not only to himself, but it would have brought a disgrace upon his God. You see, Joseph had rose to favor. Amen. One thing I left out while Joseph was in the pit, amen, that there was favor on Joseph even while he was was in the pit, that the favor never left uh, of Joseph, that even while he was in the pit, favor was still on Joseph. It was favor. That's why they couldn't kill him, but they sold him. That was favor that God had laid up on Joseph. And while Joseph was in Egypt, while Joseph was in the house of Potiphar, amen, living a good life, if you will, uh, had favor. Potiphar saw the favor over Joseph. He saw that everything that Joseph touched turned to gold. Everything Joseph did was blessed. Amen. And, and, and now we see Sister Potiphar is hot on his heels. And Joseph said, I cannot be with you. And so as they heard, as she heard individuals coming, the Bible said Joseph ran. He got missing. He got ghosts, as we would say, to the point where he ran out of his clothes. And she left, left, her, left her dangling um, his garment. And so she accused Joseph of raping her. We talking about uh, that, you know, you thought things was getting better. Joseph is out of the pit. His life is spared. Yes, he was sold, not knowing if he was going to see his daddy again. Uh, but, but, but he's living in a good place right now. And now here it is, the, the very one that, that, the, the, the very one that showed him a favor, a wife is now out to get you. And so she says that he tries to rape me. Let me move on here. Let me move on here. Uh, because we see here that, that now Sister Potiphar has accused Joseph of rape. They place him in prison. While he's in prison, I, I, I praise God, and this is a word for somebody that, that while Joseph was in prison, he never gave up on God. Uh, he never stopped trusting in God. In other words, the visions continue to come because while, and the dreams continue to come because while he was in prison, 
He ran into uh, 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 into the baker. Amen. Uh, uh, you know the story. He ran into the baker, uh, uh, and as he was in uh, uh, the, the uh, butcher, uh, 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 the butler, and the baker, and as he ran into them, as he as he began to conversate with them, uh, we know the story that 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 uh, that the uh, butler had a dream, and the and 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 the baker had a dream. Uh, uh, now now the butler, uh, his dream uh, 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 came about to where he would be released in three days. Amen. Uh, uh, set in a good place. Amen. But the baker Baker had a dream also. His dream was not as promising. Uh, in three days, the Bible says that he will be killed. And true to that, uh, his, the, the, the butcher, uh, I mean the uh, baker, amen, his life was taken. He was hung, amen. But the butler went on to be with Pharaoh. And Joseph said, I just want to ask you one thing. Don't forget about me. Don't, don't, don't forget about me down here. Uh, uh, please don't. Don't don't forget about me. And the Bible says that he did just that, uh, that he forgot about him. Amen. Uh, uh, but then but then God had to help help the butler out because the, the because Pharaoh had a dream and and, 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 and Pharaoh couldn't understand the dream. Uh, amen. And as Pharaoh looked through the land to try to find out someone to interpret the dream. Amen. Now now the butler recalls a young man that he met in prison. A young man that he met down in the dungeon, a young man that he that he met in a very dark place of his life, a young man that he met while in a very lonely place in his life. Now, now he begins to recall uh, the conversation uh, with Joseph and he said, I know a man. Amen. I know of someone that can interpret your dream. And so as they called Joseph out of the prison, as they brought him before Pharaoh, as they cleaned him up and brought him before Pharaoh and began to share with Pharaoh the dream that he had. Here we go. Uh, now Pharaoh realizes that what he is saying is true. So he placed down Joseph in charge over saving and, 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 and I'm storing up, amen, uh, all of the feed and, and, and put Joseph in charge, amen, placed him in high position, one of a Pharaoh, amen, and, and, I, and I praise God because while Joseph was going through what he was going through, uh, he never would imagine, amen, that he would be second in command, uh, never would he imagine that there would be a day uh, where he would be seen as Pharaoh, uh, never would he have imagined that all of the hatred and all of the backbiting and all of the sneaking and all of the conniving that was done to him, all of the mistreatment that was done to him was simply getting him to a place where he would be second in command. Oh, I thank God because as Joseph went through and as his, the famine hit the land and, and as his brothers came to Egypt to get food up, to store up food up, they ran into their brother named Jason, uh, Joseph. Uh, they ran into Joseph and, and I thank God uh, and this lets me know my brothers and sisters uh, that as we go through these difficult moments uh, as we go through these moments uh, where we can't understand um, when we go through these times uh, that seem like the world is against me we should never lose our relationship with God uh, we should never lose our commitment to God uh, because now Joseph brothers uh, shows up fast forward here his brothers show up um, and now Joseph Joseph have to remind them uh, that what you meant for evil, uh, uh, God meant it for good. Uh, right?
right there in Genesis 50, verse 20, it goes on to say, as for you, you meant all of this stuff for my demise. You meant all of this stuff for my destruction. You meant all of this stuff for evil. But I want you to know, but it was God behind the scene, that it was God setting up some things. Sometimes things happen in our lives that break our hearts or steal our joy from us. And as in those moments, it is so easy for us to forget that God has a hand in every part of our lives. It is so easy for us to lose focus. But I want somebody to know this morning that God is setting things up for your comeback. Yes, we were ripped from our country. Yes, we were stolen from our land. Yes, we were robbed of our inheritance. But I want somebody to know that God is behind the scene working some things out that God has not forgotten about us. I need somebody to know that life is not something to gamble with or to take for granted. It is something to be grateful for. We gotta be grateful in every circumstance, grateful and thankful in every situation, to be able to smile when you don't feel like it, to be able to find joy when the situation is not exciting. We can even begin to understand, but we can understand that even the bad things in our lives that man meant for evil, God meant it for good. God sees it. God understands it. We have to understand and know that we realize that God knows everything, that we have to understand and have faith and believe that what God showed me, he's going to bring it to fruition. I would like to believe as I wrap this thing up that as Joseph found himself in the pit, that he thought about the vision. I would like to believe that as Joseph found himself in prison, that he never gave up on the vision. I know it gets bearable. I know it gets rough sometimes. I know it gets crazy at times, but we can never give up on the vision. We can never give up on what God has shown us. We have to have faith in the one who was able. See him, the one that is able. We have to understand that God brought us here, that God led us here. You have to realize that God saw what was happening, that God didn't just dismiss it, but God saw us through it. God saw us through it. That's why our story, that's why we're able to stand in the midst of, of, of difficult times with all of the injustice that is going on. Yes, it's hurtful. Yes, it's heartbreaking. But yet we're still able to stand on the promises of God. We're able to still hold on to God's unchanging hand because God brought us here. And if it wasn't not, and if it had not been for black Americans, for black America, African Americans, however you want to deem yourself, if it had not been for those of, 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 of African descent, amen, where there were, there's a lot of stuff that we would be avoiding. We have to understand that the folding chair or the folding bed, bed cabinet was a black person. The potato chips, Georgia, was a black person. The gas mask, a black person. Protect mailboxes. Uh, that's right. A black person. Uh, a man blood bank. Uh, a black person. Uh, improved the ironing board. Uh, it was a black person. Uh, so while you may have robbed me from my country, uh, while you may have taken me from my land, uh, that God saw it for good, uh, that there were some things that God was working out, I 
can't understand about all the lives that were lost along the way. And the truth of the matter is none of us want to experience hard times or hardships. None of us want to go through difficult times. I can imagine that Joseph didn't want to be in the pit. Joseph didn't know that in several, in, in just a few years, in just a few years from now, oh yes, I know it was longer, but I'm going to say in just a few years from now that he would be sitting in king's places. If it wasn't for the black man, amen, we wouldn't have the refrigerated truck. If it wasn't for a black man, there would be no three light traffic lights. Amen. As the one, Garrett Morgan, was the first black person in Cleveland, Ohio, to own a car. And after he witnessed a severe car accident in an intersection in the city, he expanded on the current traffic light and placed the yellow signal light in there to let others know that the light is about to change. That's right. It was a black man that did that. The electric microphone, the color IBM PC monitor, the super soaker, tissue paper holder. Oh, I thank God for my black folk. The peanut butter. Oh, I thank God for my black folk. Oh, I can go on. Can I just go on? Can I talk about the golf tees and the folding chairs and the ice cream scoop up and the lawnmower and the lawn sprinkler and modern toilets. The mop was by a black person. Oh, I thank God for the reversible baby stroller. The drag queens, unfortunately, was black. I get it. Paper, chess, the alphabet, medicine, starving uh, the serving tray, uh, airplane propellers, the biscuit cutter, coin changer, rotary engines, car uh, uh, coupler, the letterbox, stainless steel pad. Oh, I can go on. Black folk did that. And while we were ripped from our country, while we were robbed, amen, of our dignity, while we were placed in chains and in shackles, yet we rose up, yet we still made it up, yet we're still here. That's why we cannot forget how our history, we can't forget how we got here. That's why we got to keep it up at the forefront of our children and our children's children, because the truth of the matter is, they want to do away with our history. They done it then, and they're trying to do it now. That's why if we don't tell it, we so can expect them to tell it. God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And he realized and he understand, oh, I can go on and on. I have a whole list. I'm going to stop right there. I can go on and on the significance of black folk in this country. Let's not give up on black history. I know white America is tired of hearing about it because it's a painful reminder of their history. It's a painful reminder of the heartless shameful way that, that their country or their culture treats people. Let's just be real and be honest up in here. Because God sees everything. God knew all about the slaves in Africa. He knew all about the, the ripping away. And I can imagine it broke God's heart 
to see all those lives being lost. But God looked beyond all of that and he saw the greater need, salvation, salvation. All that God does and all that he will do is to draw us closer to him. We're not gonna always understand it, people of God. We're not gonna always figure it out, people of God. But the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, God know what's best. So as you go through this, this experience, celebrate your blackness. Celebrate who you are. Don't let the world rob you again of who you really are. And that is a child of God. Loving Lord, our God, our Father, our King, ruler and master of everything. We thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing and what you are about to do in the lives of your people. At the end of the day, oh God, our souls rest in you. Our lives rest in you. You know what we need before we're even in need of it. And so as Joseph, you took him through. As Joseph, you uh, brought him through. Father, bring us through. Bring your children, your sons, and your daughter bring us through, that at the end of the day, your name will be proclaimed. This we pray in Jesus' name, that the people of God say amen and amen again. We want to thank you so much for joining in with us today. Again, as always, if you want to reach out to us or connect with us, um, you have on the screen here, if you want special prayer, uh, we ask if you can email us. Um, if you want Bible study or baptism, uh, you want a pastoral visit if you're here in the area, um, we're willing to do that. We're willing to connect with you. We ask also that you will just visit our, our website, um, go to our, even our Facebook page. We don't have that up here, but we ask that you would just go to our Facebook page and, and, and just follow us along um, on, on our YouTube and just keep in contact with us. For we are here for you. We are here um, to be more like Christ. So if you want to reach out to us, these are our many platforms, our many ways to do so. Again, we thank you so much for joining in with us, and we pray that you will have a blessed rest of the day. God bless you until we meet again. Happy Sabbath.